I'm Krati Mehra and this is Beyond the Goals podcast. It's my attempt to help you revel in all that life has to offer without pressing pause on your hustle. We learn how to create healthier relationships, a healthier lifestyle, a career that brings us true joy and a life that satisfies us on every level. Forget the conventional ideas of success and happiness because we're going to live a life of value and create an impact that speaks to our place in the world. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is 2021's final episode and it's that time of the year again. We are all a little introspective, running a life audit, congratulating ourselves for the good we have done in the past year and of course setting intentions for the year to come, setting resolutions which I of course advise against as I shared in the previous episode. Uh, in the episode how to leave behind all disappointments and start the new year strong i advise against resolutions and i instead recommend focusing on how we want to feel in the coming year you can explore that further in the episode or you can learn how to set effective goals and manage expectations for the new year with tony osvegan another previous episode i will share the links in the episode description Basically, we have already covered on the show some of the important topics that can help you start the new year on a strong positive note. So in this episode, I am going to share with you the advice already shared by our guest. Why? Because all of the advice, these words of wisdom are so good and so pertinent to living a healthy, happy, quality life that they're worth repeating. So as you know, at the end of every interview episode, I ask my guests, the coaches, the entrepreneurs, field experts I have on my show. So I ask them if they were allowed to give only one advice to the listeners, something that can help them live a better life, what would that one advice be? So I'm sharing 10 of those answers in this episode. Specifically these 10 because uh, even though we have of course always had amazing guests, the show has been fortunate that way uh, and I have been privileged enough to actually interview these amazing people something i'm immensely grateful for uh, but i'm sharing specifically these 10 answers because each one of them is incredibly relevant to this time of the year and i believe that each answer if you actually act on it each advice will enhance your life in some way and that's exactly why i always ask this question the one that i mentioned if they were allowed to give only one advice to the listeners something that can help them live a better life what would that one advice be i ask my guests this question because you know we take in a lot of content but we hold on to very little of it and we act on only a tiny percent of what we actually retain so by asking this question i hope to get my guests to share with my listeners the one thing that has helped them the most so that even if you forget everything else shared in the episode you hopefully carry that one piece of advice with you which is why the question comes at the very end of the episode it's my way of ensuring to the best of my ability that absolutely each and every episode creates some good in the world so i'm really excited that with this episode the last episode of this year you get to consume a lot of that good in one small dose so let's begin with dr valerie young an imposter syndrome expert award winning author and an inspiring speaker in episode understand and overcome imposter phenomenon with dr valerie young 
we discuss all aspects of the imposter phenomenon and of course the episode was full of useful information around the subject and how best to get past it but this advice is a reminder a deeply impactful reminder of why it's so important that we don't let anything especially not self doubt to hold us back so often we're, we wait until we feel more confident to do things, whether it's to run for political office or go for that next job or whatever it might be. And it, feelings are the last to change. That's what I want people to understand. Um, that's why you have to change your thoughts, then change your behavior. Don't wait until you feel confident. You know, do the thing, trusting you can figure it out. And if you don't know how somebody else does and you, you can learn it not easily, quickly, and just kind of keep going regardless of how you feel. You don't have to feel confident. And the last thing I want people to know is that this is not all about you. That when you hold back and you don't play big, whatever that means to you, or you're burning out or you're procrastinating or with all the different ways we are impossible or manifest itself, there are costs and consequences that go beyond you. Yeah, costly to you, but everyone loses when bright people like yourself play small. Seriously, guys, I get that we have fear, especially when we have big ambitions. But please don't diminish your light and don't hide it. It's so unfair to the world and it's so, so unfair and even cruel to you and to everyone else that believes in you. So gather all your talent, all your skill, all your learning, experience and ambition and act now. But as you learn to play big and shine bright, I hope you do it with humility. As Brian Broom, an award-winning writer, poet, and screenwriter advises in the episode, The Power of Owning Your Story with Brian Broom. Just really try to be kinder to each other. I know that's what everybody says. I'm trying to be kinder, you know, to people. And also recognize that everybody is not living the life that you are living. Um, everybody is has a completely different experience than yours. You are your own planet and but there are so many other planets like that are, that are navigating this you know weird solar system on earth you know that we really have to try to uh, be nicer to one another and, and not insist that everybody be like us i guess that's the only thing and that's so it sounds so benign to say things like that but i'm trying i'm trying i did not i was i, I have not always been a person like that myself i'm not preaching from any mount, but I'm trying myself to be better to myself and, and, and just better to other people as well. As you try to be kinder to others, show yourself some compassion as well and try to live a life that serves you and that speaks to your soul in a truly meaningful way, as advised by Amy Rushworth, a transformation and healing mentor who brought such wonderful energy and wisdom to our conversation, shared in the episode, healing dysfunction, period self-care, and sexual confidence. Amy Rushworth is all about female empowerment, deep abundance, and healing. So really take her words to heart. I think the best thing that you can do is to figure out what is my true desire for this life. I think most people spend so much energy worrying about how to meet other people's expectations, meeting the demands of work, staying in jobs just to pay bills and to survive. And then you wake up one day and you're 85 years old and you have all of these regrets and all of these grievances. And 
I just think that life is so amazing and there's so much beauty in this world. No matter what the media and what everybody else focuses on, there is still so much magic in this world and abundance for you to enjoy. And it's up to you to be responsible for that. No one else is going to hand it to you. You know, no one else is going to save you and rescue you. You are can create it, but you have to be clear on what it is that you want to create. And you have to give yourself the space and the grace to discover what that is. So yeah, make the space for yourself and figure out what you want and go for it. Moving on to the practical. Here's advice from Brianna Firestone, a certified life coach, financial education instructor, and the founder of the School of Betty a platform that empowers women to create better relationship with their money and find financial freedom. And this advice has been taken from the episode Develop Money Confidence and Budget Like a Pro. Knowledge that I think we can all use so that there's always abundance in our life and so money continues to be a source of joy and not fear. I would say having a money day every week. It sounds really mundane and not super fun, but if we don't build that really, if you were dating someone and you just chose to ignore them for two months, you probably wouldn't go on another date. They probably don't want to date you, right? So remember, we have to think of our money as a relationship we care about and we have to spend time with our money. When we spend time with individuals, we get to know them and we show them we care about them. And so that is like the number one thing because you will, your life will get sweep you away and it will be the thing you don't want to pay attention to when it should be the priority because it's at the foundation of really helping you and supporting you to live a really great life. And so check that bank account every day and, and schedule 15 to 30 minutes a week where you're just doing a deeper dive and paying bills. Like maybe that's when you pay your bills every week and maybe you're packaging it with something fun on the back end, right? Maybe that's the day you go out to eat or you're going to go meet some friends. Maybe that's when, you know, you do the money date and then you're rewarded by something you really enjoy. That connection, your brain is going to start to recognize, "Oh, when we do this, we get rewarded with this." It's just helping you rewire and create new habits. Your brain doesn't know if it's good or bad for you, right? So that's really important to know. But if we start to associate that money date with something really fun afterwards, it's going to be easy for you to do it. And I dare I say you'll actually start to enjoy it. Now, more than money, I think we need relationships, healthy, happy, loving, warm relationship. And let's face it, even on good days, we can use some guidance. And I have two pieces of advice from two different guests, of course, starting with Brad Aronson, entrepreneur, angel investor, mentor, volunteer, and a writer. Also, the kindest person we have had on the show. Of course, each one of my guests does something to make the world a better place. But Brad helps us be better at helping, taking some of the pain away from our fellow humans, something that's really not very easy to do. But we had a very, very helpful discussion around the topic in the episode, Power of Kindness, Effective Empathy and Benefits of Volunteering with Brad Aronson. So something that has been incredibly helpful for me and, and might be worth trying for other people is when I'm having a conversation, I try to wait three to five seconds before I say anything, because I find otherwise I might interrupt someone when they're trying to think of what to say next. And we're in a society where there's, we're bombarded with so much that people don't get to be heard. And if we can kind of 
just take that pause before we say anything in a conversation. We're going to understand people so much better. Our relationships will be so much stronger. They'll enjoy being with us more. They'll be heard. So I, 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 would, I would try that. Uh, I, I found it really helpful for me. The next advice comes from Julie Nguyen, a writer, trauma-informed relationship coach, and a dear, dear friend of mine who has actually helped me have some pretty interesting breakthroughs of my own on the relationship and romance front. So pay attention as she shares a wonderful, useful advice on how to show up in a more powerful, available way in our relationships, as shared in the episode, Finding Love and Sustaining Healthy Relationships with Julie Nguyen. You can only meet people as deeply as you've met yourself. And that was something I spoke about at the beginning of the podcast episode. Yeah, I just really believe that relationship, the relationship with yourself informs everything that you do. And if you can operate from that place, you will be in a place of abundance and you will attract the relationships that you've wanted. And you just don't have to control or fight it into existence. It will just come naturally to you. And I know that's a very like, woohoo answer because it's like wait what but sometimes that there is a level of surrendering that I think is really important now I did say that we are covering advice wisdom that's relevant to us making 2022 the best year yet and to do that we can't forget to talk about what's going to help us manage the distractions and the madness that is our world but thankfully this advice can help you nurture and strengthen the inner world so that we can withstand the stress and the pressure that we experience each day. Let's begin with the advice shared by our life coach, Ryan Wise, in the episode, Daily Self-Care and Its Role in Personal Transformation. People with extreme anxiety, people who have experienced extreme physical trauma, abuse, it's really hard to close your eyes and sit because it's understandable that you don't feel safe. And so anything you do to slow down, and that does not mean going on social media and scrolling, that doesn't mean putting on a movie, that doesn't really even mean opening up a book. Anything you can do to slow down and spend time with yourself. There's a certain amount of, you know, in meditation, I think there's a misnomer that we've gotten this message from the gurus on high that says meditation is about getting to a place of not thinking. And we've come to think that meditation is a practice in not thinking. But to get the brain to stop thinking is like trying to get the heart to stop beating. And so when we sit down to practice meditation, or even to get into the bath, if we have a lot of stored trauma, it makes sense that the brain just keeps going. And it just, or if you just live a stressful life, it makes sense that the brain just thinks a lot, and then we start to think, oh, shoot, I'm not meditating. I don't know how to meditate. I can't meditate. My encouragement is to recognize that those thoughts are totally normal. The brain doesn't really want us to meditate. It wants us to just keep going with its hamster wheel. And so the first thing I want to say is, and there's a great teacher on meditation and he has like a three-part audio that I think is maybe free on like YouTube or something, or you can buy it. His name is Adya Shanti, A-D-Y-A-S-H-A-N-T-I, Adya Shanti. And he has a program called True Meditation. And he defines meditation as a practice in letting everything be as it is without trying to change it. So anything you can do to just observe Maybe that means you need some 
visual stimulation and you live near a natural place or an, an ocean or a mountain or a river or and you can just go and be and leave your phone behind and just sit and be and let things be as they are and pay attention right to things as they are the other thing is i recommend that bath time for people who have more anxiety that might feel a little easier than just sitting down to meditate at first um i think you know self massage is really good i think um giving yourself a focus so this is now moving from meditation more into a mindfulness practice right mindfulness is giving the mind a direct focus meditation is actually taking away all focus so to go into maybe a more mindfulness practice if it's really hard for you to sit and meditate and just sit and be then another option would be maybe to point your attention to inhaling for a count of 4 exhaling for a count of 4 inhaling for a count of 4 if 20 minutes is too much start with 1 minute start with 2 minutes you know start today with 1 minute of inhaling if you can if you feel safe and comfortable to close your eyes inhale for a count of 4 exhale for a count of 4 for one set a timer and then tomorrow try 2 minutes and then the next day try 3 and the next day try time try 4 and just see what happens Emilia Cruz, a leadership coach, simplifies this further in the episode Living a Life of Authenticity with Emilia Cruz. I would do some sort of micro self-connection. I'll just call it that. <laughs> going back to going back to what we said before of, you know, body-mind connection in the moment, right? Um I I think those micro ways of connecting with yourself, micro ways of just bringing yourself back to the present moment um is so it's more important than ever right now with what we are all going through. Um and and that's you got to it's a habit you got to build it, right? So meditation, yoga, sleep, all this stuff so incredibly helpful, but you know, you got to start somewhere. So if you can just do, you know, those micro moments of present mindedness, self-connection, you know, you'll start to reap some of those benefits in a very, you know, simple way. And if even that seems complicated, which is perfectly okay, Take the advice of a clinical sexologist, psychotherapist, a TEDx speaker, author and consultant, Dr. Christy Overstreet, taken from the episode Maintaining Healthy Relationships with Dr. Christy Overstreet. Take 30 minutes a day to do something just for you. If you can take an hour go for it, but just something for you, maybe it's taking a bath, maybe it's going for a walk, maybe it's just reading a book for pleasure and not anything business related or work related or just sitting outside for 30 minutes doing something just for you where you turn your phone off and just nurture yourself and give yourself that little bit of a gift is so therapeutic. I know I would lose my mind if I did not give myself 30 minutes to an hour a day just to be with me and doing something to take care of myself. Now this last piece of advice is from one of the funnest guests I've had on the show, Greg Lavoy. and amazing author and lecturer we actually had the most interesting conversation about how callings can change our lives and how we can be more receptive to them in episode the power of callings with greg levoy stay in conversation with yourself that seems to me the key to all of it the willingness to stay in deep dialogue with your own life and find 
ways of reaching down in to, to, to find the gifts and the talents and the passions and the authenticities that want airtime. Um, but there's something about whatever way you do it, find a way to stay in conversation with your own life, whether it's dreams, or journaling, or um, a women's group, or whatever it happens to be. And I just remember there's a Yiddish proverb. That's my um, background is uh, I'm Jewish. There's a Yiddish proverb that says, if you listen down below, you will deserve to hear from up above. And that's it for today and this year. I'll see you in 2022. But before I sign off, I just want to say Happy New Year, guys. I hope the coming year brings with it a shit ton of joy, enduring love, amazing health, and thriving, powerful careers. And more than that, I really hope that with each passing day, we experience growth, we become better people, and wherever we go, we spread joy, kindness, and laughter. You have been a delightful audience to serve. I hope you continue listening to the show and sharing your feedback. And I promise that I will keep trying to share impactful content that will help you grow and build a better life. Now, if you want to listen to any of the episodes mentioned today, you will find the title and link in the episode description. They are listed in the order they were mentioned during the episode. And if you want to dive into similar content, go to my website, pratimera.com, and there's a whole bunch of them for you to explore. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do wait and review the show on iTunes and share the episode on Instagram. It will help the show grow and reach a wider audience. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. Now, I'll be back next week. Till then, please do take care of yourself.